Audio version of Michael Leitman's blog. August 2, 2021. And they began to eat the produce of this land. And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal, and they made the Passover sacrifice on the fourteenth day of the month that evening in the plains of Jericho. And they ate of the grain of the land on the morrow of the Passover, unleavened cakes and parched grain on this very day. And the manna ceased on the morrow when they ate of the grain of the land, neither had the children of Israel manna any more, and they ate of the produce of the land of Canaan that year. Joshua 5:10-5:12 The sons of Israel no longer receive nourishment from Bina, the highest level. They must earn this fulfillment, these powers, by themselves. Therefore, it is said that they began to eat the produce of the land, which means the combination of the properties of Malkhut and Bina. By using the properties of receiving and giving, they can combine them so that the land produces food. Question, in the desert, they did not do this, but here they began to combine these qualities? Answer, there is no property of Bina in the desert. Therefore, only man falls there. And when the people come to the border with the land of Israel, they have the opportunity to receive the property of Bina, Bistoel, to mix it in the correct proportion with the properties of Malkhut, reception, and to start producing food from the land. This means that they must correct their desires themselves, but, of course, with the help of Bina, with the help of an upper force, the power of the Creator. Question, in order to grow crops, do they need to start cultivating this land and ask for rain? Answer, yes, this is a whole system of working with our desire so that it begins to bear fruit. I take egoistic desires cut them off so that only those desires that can be used for bestowal and love for others remain. And then I produce whatever the earth bears for the sake of others. And so does everyone in the land of Israel. If I work with the intention for the sake of others, I cultivate the land, that is, I cultivate my egoism so that sprouts of altruism appear from it, which I give to others, then I fulfill the condition of life in the land of Israel. Question and then the rains come? Answer, not only that. The earth always bears fruit. And when the rains come, that is, moisture appears in it, Bina, and it gives such fruits that they did not know before, as in the case of the scouts who saw huge bunches of grapes in the land of Israel. Moisture in the earth only appears only if the people do not use their selfish intentions, from Cab TV's Secrets of the Eternal Book July 5, 2021 A new wave of coronavirus in Israel. Comment, everyone believed that vaccinated countries such as Israel and the United Kingdom were protected. And suddenly, there is a virus in both the UK and Israel. In Israel, the increase in new diseases is at a rate of about 20% per day. 50% of the sick Israelis were already vaccinated. And everyone looks at Israel, we were hoping that they would slip through. My response, no. In the end, Israel cannot slip through. It is Israel who is responsible for bringing the world to balance, to a healthy lifestyle. It will be revealed to us 
that we cannot do anything with our brains, with our science. The whole world will think, how is it possible? It seemed like they succeeded. No, it will not work. We will suffer more than others, not less than others. Because we are to blame for what is happening. Because we must bring the world to balance, we are obliged to tell the world why all the suffering in the world occurs and where these terrible viruses actually come from. And every month and year they will get worse and worse in their manifestations. Nothing will help us, no science, no brains, no diligence, nothing. Only our connection and correct attitude to each other, exactly as it is written. In Kabbalah, everything is explained very simply, if we do not do this, these viruses will consume us. Question, so neither high tech nor the development of our health care, which is so sharp, nothing will help. Answer, no. Only correcting our relations with each other. Question, and then we will show an example to the whole world? Answer, yes. This is why the Jewish people and the state of Israel exist. Question, until we understand this, will the troubles continue and became worse and worse? Answer, yes. But here is what is interesting. Everyone usually listens to something bad about Israel with pleasure all over the world, but they do not hear this. How long have I been talking about this? The Jews are to blame, let's put pressure on them to fulfill their destiny. The tragedy is in that this is exactly what they do not hear. They do not pay attention. Question, how will they hear then? Answer, I don't know. But I am doing what I can. How else can I scream? Try to get into the UN? I would go, I would come out with pleasure. Let's tell the whole world, the international community, explain to everyone and to Israel itself what our whole purpose is. Getting rid of all these viruses, of all the evil in the world. It is only by forcing the Jews to enter into good mutual relations with each other. And then their good relations will influence all the nations of the world so that they would begin to connect with each other through this small group of Jews, or not only Jews, this is already a united group. And then there will be balance and peace in the world. Question, who do you include in the concept of Jews? Answer, everyone who is with us. By the same principle as in ancient Babylon, those who took upon themselves the duty to achieve love for their neighbor. From Cab TV's News with Dr. Michael Laitman, June 28, 2021. Is it possible to understand the upper world? Question The mind cannot understand how to manage the upper universe. This can only be felt but it is probably impossible to teach. Is it possible to understand the upper world? Answer, the upper world can be studied and understood purely outwardly in the same way that we imagine electrons and atoms that we do not see and do not feel. In that way, we can get acquainted with spiritual substance and spiritual actions. It is possible to comprehend the upper world only to the extent of our transition from the egoistic desire to receive to the altruistic desire to bestow. Such a change occurs in us, gradually under the influence of studying the science of Kabbalah. Question, what tools does a Kabbalist have for advancement? Answer, there is nothing else but feeling in your heart and comprehension in your mind.
from Cab TV's Kabbalah Express July 19, 2021. Michael Leitman, on Quora, what is truth and who determines it? Today, we accept different values such as truth and falseness as models and standards. However, they are relative. Today's falseness can appear as tomorrow's truth, and vice versa. It depends on our egoistic development. The more we develop, the deeper we peer into the nature around us, and into ourselves. That is why there is nothing absolute in nature or in us. Instead, everything depends on the degree of development. It is thus impossible to determine what is good or bad, true or false, as it is all relative. However, if we bear witness to the general and absolute law of nature, which exists outside of us, and if we see it not relative to us, that is not determined by the egoistic person who is undergoing development, but as the law that exists before us, in the surrounding nature, then we will accordingly also discover the absolute truth. Likewise, we will not err. On the contrary, according to these new standards, we will be able to further develop our attitude and an approach that is balanced with nature. As a result, our development will become positive, desirable and directed at humanity's benefit. This is how, in essence, the knowledge of the general law of nature and its realization, which comes not from the human ego, but from the desire to become balanced, to achieve harmony with this general law, is the reason for everything that is good. Thanks to such knowledge, we will reach a good life and will discover truth and falseness in their absoluteness. Based on a Q&A with Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman on September 9, 2006. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman. My new article on LinkedIn, A Selfie to Eternity. Since cameras have become ubiquitous in cell phones, people have begun to take pictures of themselves, selfies, in various situations. Along with the growing significance we ascribe to social media came the need to present ourselves in more daring, special, and original ways. But people don't know where to draw the line. According to a study published by the National Center for Biotechnology Information, which operates under the National Institutes of Health, there is an accelerating trend to take risky selfies. In 2011, for example, three people died in what became known as selficides, selfie-related fatal accidents. In 2017, that number was 93. We cannot overemphasize how dangerous taking reckless selfies can be. We must be very adamant in stating that such irresponsible behavior can cost us, our lives. However, we must also understand where this phenomenon stems from because if we are to truly prevent these tragedies, we must change people's attitude toward themselves and toward their place in the world. Taking a selfie is a way to immortalize oneself. Deep down, we cannot agree with the finiteness of our body since we truly are eternal connected to the eternal force that creates all that exists, including humans. Because subconsciously, we feel connected to eternity, our dying physical demise is always in the back of our minds. We try to trick the limits of time and perpetuate ourselves, 
transcend the boundaries of time and place, and sometimes, we risk our present for the chance of eternal renown. I, too, feel this drive, though not enough to risk my life for it. It is a highly developed form of narcissism that uses photos to defy the boundaries of time and rise above the physical existence. Just as Narcissus looked in the water and fell in love with his own image, we think that our picture in risky situations somehow proves that we are worthy, that we have achieved something worth remembering. In fact, if there is any achievement here, it is the lesson that Narcissism is bad for us. It is bad not because it is harmful in and of itself, although it is. It is bad mainly because our root is a force of giving, creating, and spreading of energy and vitality. By focusing on ourselves, we become the opposite of that force, receiving, destroying, and absorbing energy and vitality. Instead of becoming as immortal as our root, we disconnect ourselves from it and thereby make our existence not only transient, but also detrimental to the rest of reality. If we want to emerge from our narcissism, we must try to be considerate and caring about others. The minute we begin to feel that our hearts are connected to the hearts of others, we will stop fearing death. Instead, we will be certain that although our bodies are fleeting, ourselves, our souls will have attained a true connection with eternity. Our connections with others will vitalize us, and prolong our existence long after our physical presence ends, and we will know that risking our physical safety is wrong because it denies us the opportunity to connect to people and immortalize our souls. Explore the universe. Question, from your actions we shall know you, this is one of the principles of the study of the world, applied in Kabbalah. The creator or nature constantly influences us. How can I decipher and determine exactly how the Creator influences me and how to react correctly? Answer, for this we need to really be researchers and not stop halfway. While studying the world, we explore it through our material senses, sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch. In addition, we have no other opportunities to experience the environment, including ourselves. But are these senses sufficient to provide us, with all the information about where we are, who we are, and how we can change ourselves in order to clearly understand who we are and where we are? This is constantly being questioned, but the problem is that we have nothing else. We only understand that we do not feel everything, we do not know everything, we are limited in our comprehension of the world and even know ourselves poorly. Various sciences theories, and methods somehow try to explain this to us, to supplement our flawed picture of the world. But this is not enough, it does not suit us. Unfortunately, this is how humanity lives and makes hasty conclusions for today and tomorrow. Naturally, it constantly makes mistakes, and all these mistakes are very bitter and cost us, dearly. Therefore, we move from suffering to suffering. And if we somehow, even a little, avoid them, we understand that this is temporary. Every year we make even more mistakes. What to do? This is the world we exist in, there is no other. Kabbalah says that we need to change ourselves. And then, instead of the five senses we have, 
we will be able to acquire an additional organ of sensing, which makes it possible to feel what is outside of us. Not in us, but outside of us. This is a completely different approach. What is outside of us, we do not feel. All our senses and earthly devices are built on absorbing something from the outside and, sensing it, evoking in us, an individual, subjective idea of what affects us, in this way. And while studying Kabbalah, we try to get out of ourselves and succeed in this by developing a sense organ that is not tuned to absorb the influence of the surrounding world on me, but to feel the world that is not disturbed by me, as it is. As this opportunity to get out of myself expands, I begin to understand that here I am dealing with one single force called the Creator, which determines all this in me. When I start to be contained in Him, I see that I do not need anything else. Coming out of oneself is the only opportunity to experience the true universe, and this gives me absolutely everything that is necessary for correct existence. From Cab TV's Spiritual States July 2, 2021 Restriction is a condition for development. Question, is restriction a condition for human development? Do I have to be aware of the reason and the purpose of the restriction so that I can advance quickly? Answer, restrictions provide us great opportunities to explore the world and the space around us. Without restrictions, we would not be able to feel anything. We feel any system, action, or attribute due to restricting forces, why, for what, how? If I do not encounter an obstacle and my hand does not touch anything, I seemingly fall through, I am lost, and I do not feel anything. And when I come across something, the interaction with the obstacle generates information in me. Therefore, education is restriction. From Cab TV's Fundamentals of Kabbalah June 16, 2019